This is Restoration Bible Church and Ministries. We are a people of excellence living purposefully. And now, here is God's servant, Reverend Tunde Bolanta, as he brings you God's word. We trust that you will be blessed as you listen. Go to Psalm 23. I was teaching on this earlier. Psalm 23, I don't know which service I did what again, but Psalm 23 from verse 5. It says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Thou preparest a table. Who prepares the table? He said, Thou preparest a table. You know, it matters who prepares that table before you. Um, we know there are chefs and there are cooks, and there are chefs and there are chefs. When certain chefs prepare the table before you, you know that it's going to be very, very palatable. But it is God who has prepared a table before you. What I love about the Lord is that He's not an emergency God, He's not a fire brigade God, He's not a spare tire God. Those of you that have cars, you know what I'm talking about. Most people don't remember their spare tire until they have a flat. And then they start saying, oh, well, and then the spare tire has no air. Anybody ever, ever experienced that? Your spare tire has no air. No, that's not how God prepares. Imagine God creating the sun, the moon, everything. And at the end, he brought man into the garden when everything was prepared. May I say to a child of God this morning, before you ever came into this world, your table was prepared. Your destiny was prepared. Whatever we are seeing right now, that doesn't seem to fit what Baba has prepared is something from hell. And I want to say heaven has prepared a table before you. So it's the Father who prepares your table. It is the Father who prepares the believer's table. Now, he said, in the presence of your enemies, the covenant guarantees eating the fruit of your labor in the presence of your enemies. So that would mean the covenant guarantees, I can only hear myself, the covenant guarantees eating the fruit of my labor in the presence of my enemies. Isaiah 65 from verse 22. Sometimes you are struggling, you are, like they say, hustling, you are running up and down, the devil is telling you, ah, this thing, there are too many challenges. But look at what the Bible says in Isaiah 65, verse 22. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For as the days of a tree are the days of my people, and mine elect shall do what? Enjoy the work of their hands. That is your portion in Jesus' name. They shall not labor in vain, nor bring forth for trouble. For they are the seed of the blessed of the Lord, and their offspring with them. And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. 
That is your portion in the name of Jesus. There's a part of the script of your life that your enemies need to be part of. In the life of Joseph, in Genesis 42 verse 6, and Genesis 50 verse 15 to 21, for example, in the life of Joseph, there was a part of the script when he dreamt, he saw his brothers bowing before him. He saw his brothers bowing before him. They were bowing before him. When he became prime minister, it did not seem like it was going to happen. But then the brothers showed up. After their father died, they came down again and bowed before him. They kept bowing before him. There's a part of the script of your life that your enemy has got a part to play. And the part your enemy has got to play is that that sickness, we bow before you. Yeah. That poverty, we bow before you. Yeah. The one that said you will not make it, we bow before you. Yeah. In fact, if we take the story of Joseph as an example, he had been written for dead. Everybody thought this boy is gone. Something has wasted him. They, they, <laughs> Some people have even stopped calling you now because they think you are not making it. But suddenly, you will appear at another chapter of your life. I said, you will appear at another area God has written that they have not yet read. Because the Bible says, eyes have not seen and ears have not heard what he has prepared. What he has prepared, not going to prepare, it is prepared. I want to announce to a child of God that in this month of October that we step into, what heaven has prepared will manifest for your children. What heaven has prepared will manifest for your family. In this month of October, if people are being cast down, we shall be lifted up. This will be a month of lifting for you. You believe that? Lift your hand and give the Lord a better shout of hallelujah. I said lift your hand and give the Lord a better shout of hallelujah. Please sit down for a bit. The enemies of Joseph were enjoying at home. But what hit them? Hit them, they had to go to Egypt. And Joseph was governor. According to Genesis 42, 6, it said, and they bowed themselves before him. They bowed themselves before him. If an enemy is not going away, it's because there's a bowing down in front of you. If the enemy is remaining stubborn, it's, oh, marasafari, bababa. I said there's a bowing down in front of you. I said there's a bowing down in front of you. All the nations are visited. All the three nations are visited. Everywhere I went, somebody would say to me, four years ago you were here. Five years ago you were here. You said this, 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 this. It has happened and God has put extra on it. I want to say to you that God is not a man that should lie. Hey, hey. He wasn't lying before. He will not start lying now. God will fulfill his word over your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. <coughs> Glory to God. I said glory to God. This voice has been working over time. Amen. Are you still with me? There was a part of David's life that Goliath needed to show up. He was an enemy. Had Goliath died before David showed up, David would not have the shoulder to climb upon. Haman did you know that Haman was a prime minister who wanted the people of God wiped out? But Haman had to announce the lifting of Mordecai. 
I'm saying to somebody by the Spirit of God that the hammer that has stood in the way of your increase is going to be used by God to open the door of your release. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. You better grab and rub for body when I'm talking. Grab and rub. I repeat myself. The hammer that stood in your way, the hammer who said, this thing will not go through. I will frustrate this project. It will not land. I don't like... People are calling me from everywhere. As I arrived, somebody called said, this thing you said just came to pass. I am telling you by the Spirit of the Lord. The hammer standing in your way is going to announce your release in the name of Jesus. He prepared a table in the presence of your enemies. This is your portion in Jesus' name. If you receive that, can you wave your hand and give him glory? They say things are hard. It is when things are hard that destinies are revealed. I say it is when things are hard that destinies are revealed. Joseph was revealed in the day the king could not, he didn't know how to interpret his dream. Joseph lifting came when there was a famine in the land. I prophesied to this house. Our lifting has come at a time people say it is hard. So that people will know it's not our, by our power, it's not by our might, but by the Spirit of God. And we ourselves will be humble because of what God has done. We know we couldn't have done it by ourselves. It's not by my power, it's not by my might. Baba, I give you glory. If you're one of those giving him glory with me, wave your hand and let's have seven hallelujah of victory this morning. Hallelujah. 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 <coughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I entered one church. One man came and carried me. He said, You know, that thing you prophesied. God has opened terrible doors. God does terrible things in righteousness. He said, I don't know how I got there, but I am there now by the grace of God. What will he do for us? I said, I will not do your own. Uh, 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 he has a track record of keeping his word. Is there a better amen in the house of the Lord? Wow. All right, let's just stay in that verse 5. If I feel like going to verse 6, because of my time. Mm. All right, let's, let's take it. Thou anointed my head with oil. Then we'll go to verse 6 after that. Let me talk briefly. Maybe second service I dealt with this the other time. I don't quite remember. The anointed head of the ship represents healing, health, and longevity to fulfill the destiny prepared. Can someone say with me, the anointed head of a ship represents healing, health, and longevity to fulfill the destiny prepared. Deuteronomy 34, 7, Ephesians 3, 20. And Moses, Deuteronomy 34, 7, was 120 years old when he died. His eye was not dim, nor his natural force abated. Ephesians 3, 20. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. 
Unto him be glory, verse 21, in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Psalm 92, verse 12 to 14. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. It shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall bring forth fruit in old age, and they shall be fat and flourishing. One of the things as humans, amen? One of the things as humans that is our problem is time. God, time. You know, the calendar does not lie. When you are checking your age, the calendar does not lie. If a woman, you are checking your age, you talk about the biological clock. God, even Abraham had a problem with this. He had to tell God, hey God, Genesis 15, he said, hey God, I've obeyed you, we are here. Is, it, is Eliza going to be the one you will give me to inherit me? He said, no, I'm your abundant compensation. I'm, I will, you can't follow me and I will not compensate you. And then he could not wait. By Genesis 16, he made Ishmael. Wururu to the answer. He got the answer. You know, Wururu to the answer. You are writing Wahek. You just saw the, your neighbor wrote a math. Is it math now? Answer is 100. You just copy 100. But you didn't do the process of the 100. Hmm? You had 100 minus 20, and you got 100. The process was wrong. And God said, listen, I will do it right by you. I will do it right by you. And so in chapter 17, he had to tell God, God, in case you've forgotten about biology, mama is too old for this process. So let's, let Ishmael live before you. God said, I didn't forget biology. I actually made biology. I made anatomy and physiology as well. He said, I didn't forget. He said, that you will know that he is God. He said, by faith, Sarah received strength. It's not just more than strength. It means that the biological clock of Sarah was reversed. She started ovulating and menstruating again. And said, wait him be this. Wait him be this. Wait him be this. Wait him be this became Isaac. I want to say to you, this God is a big God. Our Father is a big Father. You see, when they anointed the head of the sheep with oil, if there was sickness there, it got healed. If, you know, flies and all those things, when they see the oil, when they perceive the smell of the oil, they run away. I want to say to a child of God that the oil upon you, upon your children, it will keep your family well. All these dangerous diseases will not come near you. You will grow to old age. Every bone and muscle in your body will function like God created it. He will make you flourishing in your old age. In your old age, you will be bearing fruit like Moses. In your old age, you will do better than young people. By your God, you will run through a troop. You will leap over a wall. Because they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. 
I want to say, child of God, you have come into a season that God will do everything that it takes to make sure you enjoy what he has prepared. I want to announce to you, my table is prepared. In the month of October, I will not eat garbage. In the month of October, I will not suffer for bread. In the month of October, men will not embarrass me. The Lord has anointed you. He has anointed your family. In this month of October, he said, I have found David, my servant, with my holy oil have anointed him. The enemy will not exact upon him, and the son of wickedness will not afflict him. In this new month, I declare over a child of God, you are blessed in the city, you are blessed in the field. Your life will not be cut short. Accidents and damages and kidnappers and diseases, they will not destroy your destiny. If I am talking to a child of God, lift your hand in thanksgiving and say, say with me in thanksgiving this morning, the Lord will keep me. The Lord will keep me alive. The Lord will keep me strong as I eat from his table. Shout hallelujah. <coughs> Let me give you one more thought. In verse 6, it says, And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. I will dwell in the house of the Lord. It's a lot of material here. But let me introduce it briefly. Jesus said in Luke 1946, it is written, My house is the house of prayer. First Corinthians 6:19 says, Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Hebrews 12 from verse 18. Um, it talks about Mount Zion the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Verse 22, Hebrews 12, 22. For ye are come into the Mount Zion, unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to a numerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the church of all, judge of all, and to the spirits of judgment made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling, we speak a better thing than that of Abel. Verse 21. In fact, the whole thing is good. And so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. I want to make a quick thought here, and I'll take it on in the next one. You are the temple, the house of the Lord. You deserve, no, you determine the level of glory you walk in. Say with me. I am the temple, the house of the Lord. I determine the level of glory I walk in. Is that and in verse six and ye shall dwell in the house of the Lord. You know, back in the day, they went to the house of God, to the temple, to the tabernacle. They went there. But you know, today we are the house of the Lord. If you are born again, you are a God carrier on your inside. Hallelujah. How close you get to God depends on you. Child of God, there's a level of glory that God wants to take you as his child. Say so with me, there's another level of glory. You know, in the tabernacle of Moses, I probably have it somewhere. Somebody can put it up. In the tabernacle of Moses, if you have that thing, put it up. They have the outer court. Hmm? Everybody came to the outer court. 
of that tabernacle. Look at that picture there. You see the actor court? You see that liver? That, 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 that one that looks... The first one is the, is, the, is the brazen altar, rather. The brazen altar that has poles. That's the first one there. Huh? They brought animals there and sacrificed. It's a type of our redemption. Jesus dying for us. So you have the brazen altar. It's a place of sacrifice and repentance. Everybody can come in the outer court. You have the brazen altar there. The second one is the liver of worship. That one with the blue water there. When you've dealt with blood in the Old Testament, God said, wash your hand before you come closer. Let's stay there for a bit. The problem with many Christians, all their Christian life, they are circulating between the brazen altar and the liver of washing. It's like a ritual place, more or less. They don't go beyond and that place, the markets. Everybody comes there. Hmm? And everybody's allowed in that space. Mixed multitude. They're either repenting and washing. They never move more than that. God, accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I'm baptized. The washing liver is a form of baptism. Everything in that first outer court is made of bronze. Lower quality material. You may be a Christian and you are dwelling in the house. The place you are working with God is just in the outer court. It's about, outer court is about repentance. The same thing you have been repenting of for the last 50 years, you are still repenting of it. Which means you have not moved. You are an outer court believer. You are, you are, you are, you are, you are, everybody is there. In fact, Paul said, I cannot speak to you as spiritual, but as natural man. You are, you are, you are born again, but if they put you and an unbeliever together, they will be, they will be, they will be trying to determine who is the Christian. You are like natural men. Gossiping, backbiting, all of them. You are. Is that one dwelling in the house of the Lord? Somebody who is at the gate of your house. Is this inside the house? That's what some Christians do. <clears throat> but the more we move forward in this diagram, you see that God, this diagram is just our journey with God. It's a type of our journey with God. <clears throat> So let's move forward a bit more. When you move forward a bit, you, you have the holy place. That, that next section there. Yeah. The holy place. That's the holy place. To the left, that yellow one, is the menorah. The golden candlestick. With the priest who put light on. Huh? The light has to keep burning. When we think about Jesus as the light... Hallelujah. In Revelation 4, at the throne of God, there was those burning candlesticks there. The oil they put in there is a type of the Holy Spirit. This person is not just a waka about in the outer court. Everything goes kind of Christian. People in the outer court don't care about intimacy with God. They are not really interested in knowing God well. Their own is Jesus is one of the ways to solve problems. If they have any small problem, they will just say, I'm no more doing with Jesus. They are the kind of chop, 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 make I chop Christian. All our amen. I thought we had amen this morning. 
That's why I was bringing it at the end, so that you will understand it. I didn't come to fight you, I came to help you. You have to make progress. Tell your neighbor you have to make progress. You see, people in that altar court, all they know is, my pastor said I should swallow this. They say I should wash this. It's, it's a ritual place. It's just, you don't have a relationship with God yourself. You're always just waiting. The you know they pray. You know they read the Bible. You will say, hit your head seven times. Bah, bah, bah. Rub the oil ten times. Bah, bah, bah. You have more oil in your house than people who are selling oil. Now, outer court people be that. The outer court people, you know, it's a common ground. It's a common ground. See, as you are taking your, you are taking your home. All day, your hand. You're an outer court person. All your day. Tell your neighbor, the pastor is not talking to you. He's talking to we. <laughs> so let's move. So the menorah, <clears throat> that... Okay, I need to... I will finish the thoughts. How many of you want me to finish it? The light. And Jesus talking about the candlesticks in his hand, in Revelation, he talks about the churches. This person who has entered that um, holy place has learned how to integrate in a church, has learned because it's a type of the church too. He has learned how the light of the word of God can begin to affect you. He's beginning to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Opposite that is the table of shoe bread, where they had those cakes and, and loaves of bread, 12 of them. The light, you can understand the word. You can understand the word. You are no more chopping milk. You yourself are beginning to open Bible by yourself. What does this scripture even say? You are beginning to read the word of God. You are beginning to meditate. The light of Jesus is affecting you. Now, the problem with today's church is that they don't want you to know what I'm telling you now. Because that pastor wants to be a small God. If you want to sneeze, you must ask him for permission. He doesn't want you to know you can use your same authority he has that you have to in Christ and deal with the work of the enemy. I still didn't get any amen on that one. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you have the table of shoe bread there. He said, strong meat belong to those who are of age, who have had their senses trained to exercise between good and evil. My prayer is that you will grow to the next level. Yeah. Now you will not be tired, you will be tired of outer court Christianity. Then the next one there is the altar of incense, which is the prayer of the saints. The altar of incense, that's the last one in that other court there, is the altar of incense. All right, that's the altar of incense, the prayer of the saints. I have, he said, let the lifting up of my hands be, be as the evening sacrifice. We also know that lifting up of hands is also worship. If, if this person is beginning to have a relationship with God. My prayer for you is that you will have a relationship. Amen. Can I get a better amen in the house of God? I said my prayer for you is that you begin to have a relationship with God. Your Bible is not only open on Sunday morning. The oil of the Holy... On your own at home, you are beginning to pray in the Holy Ghost. You have glued yourself to a local church. And of course, I won't go into the, the last bit is the Holy of Holies, where the Ark of uh, the Covenant is, where the presence of God, the throne of God, as it were, it, where the presence of God, the Shekinah of God is, is there in that last portion. And there's that thick curtain that was torn when Jesus died on the cross. What is that telling us? If we're going to dwell in the house of the Lord, 
we can choose to dwell in the outer court. We can choose to go into the holy place. We can choose to go into the holy of holies where we begin to engage intimacy with God at another level. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? That is your destiny as a child of God. You are not an outer court believer. God wants you to walk with him into his very, very presence. Thank God, by the blood of Jesus, we can come in today and say, Father, anything holding you, your flesh, these are outer court things, and we must nail them to the cross of Christ. Stand to your feet this morning if you are still here. Lift your hand and thank the Lord this morning. Lift your hand. I will continue in the second service to teach along these lines. Because dwelling, that's Psalm 23, dwelling in the house of the Lord is not just, it's not just occasionally coming to church. For a New Testament believer, it's walking in deeper intimacy with God. Lift your hand and thank him for the word this morning. Now let me pray for you. Father, as we go into this new month, lift your hand. I thank you that the blood has separated us from death, from destruction, from abductions, from kidnappings from rape, from robbery, from murder, from poverty, from lack, from everything the devil can offer because the highest sacrifice on the highest altar by the highest being with the highest name has been made in our behalf. Therefore, we shall not pay with our lives what Jesus has paid for with his blood. I declare and I decree it is well with this household. I declare and I decree it is well with this household. Your blood is speaking for us. Your blood is working for our children. Your blood is working in our businesses. Every money that is trapped, I command you to be released. I say every money that is trapped, I command you to be released. Amen. Father, every favor that is hanging, I command you to come down. Amen. Daddy, we give you praise this morning. We give you adoration this morning. Thank you because it is well with our people. In the time of famine, we are laughing. Where there's a casting down, there's a lifting up. Thank you, Lord, because you are taking us to another level. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, we have worshipped. Thank you for listening to today's message. Do join us same time next week. Follow us on our social media handles, Facebook and Instagram at Restoration Ministries International, Twitter and Mixilar at RBCM Online, and our website is www.rbcmonline.org. You can also be part of our live power park services every Wednesday by 5.30 p.m. and on Sunday by 7 a.m. and 8.30 a.m. respectively at Restoration International Conference Center, RICC, Romanew Extension, Kaduna South. God bless you.